Hello. Blog Talk Radio. The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it better. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear John, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, John. Wait a minute, you, you. Can sing to, you can sing happy birthday to yourself. That was awesome. Yeah, you can. Yeah, although I kind of missed it up in the front. I forgot I to say me, Well, but it works. That's right. So, yeah, I, I, do, I do feel like I'm kind of, uh, kind of in the middle of my birthday right now because i actually have had the day the day was sunday yeah but you know we have this tradition uh that's growing now yeah uh, of of going to an angel game and it's the only time i can get my entire family to go to an angel game because it's my birthday and they have to it's what i request see <laughs> so that's that's the way it works and, and now i have my seersucker spinstripe suit to wear Ah. And my white hat, yeah, the whole thing, the whole the so dress we, up, the old fashioned deal, yeah. I think I think you need to come with a new outfit, John, because that picture has been on your site, Facebook site, <laughs> uh, for the last year, hasn't it, Gunnar? Well, yeah, well, it's been there for right. a year, but it's such an outstanding picture. How can you get, you know, it's, better than that? How can you get any better than that? John, it's well, called you change. Have, you haven't aged a bit, John. You look good. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, you know, that the suit, everything looks great, man. You're looking dapper. Well, but, you know, the whole deal is, that, you know, up on the big screen is, is Happy Birthday, John Fisher, you know. That's right. That's amazing. And I, I don't know who got the picture, but I think it's a, it, was a, it was a classic moment. Were you so, up on I, I agree. I think we have to change. We, we have to. We have to. So were you up on everybody's shoulders in that in that picture? It looks like they're kind of no. like up on people's shoulders, like you're they're celebrating <laughs> you after you won a won a World Series or something. What's going on there? No, no. Everybody else is sitting down. I'm standing up. They actually, everyone kind of clapped. My my whole family started making a big deal when my name went up, uh, and uh, and they did it very special, you know, because. Uh, uh, they put me, uh, and they left it up there for some time. Um, yeah. The uh, the peons, you know, get get their birthday, their names scrolled down, you know, by. Yeah. Uh, this was, you know, it just my 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 luck uh, and you know good fortune to be a friend of the president of of the angels didn't didn't hurt. Ooh. I think no. on this one. Not in the least on yeah. this one, John. <laughs> so, every yeah, everybody made all this thing, and I and they all started clapping, and I turned around yeah. and waved, and then people realized that all the people around us realized that I was the one they were talking about. So everybody cheered, and and they all got excited. It was it was a lot of fun. 
It's like, that's John Fisher. And those poor kids that are like in the, the Cub Scout troop or whatever. That, you know, they're, 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 the best, their names get scrolled up and down. And then yeah. John, John Fisher. <laughs> those poor little well, kids. They're like, they're never again. They're like, I love it. Of course, now we're going to have to beat that this year somehow. I don't yeah, know how. Yeah. I'm going to have to call John Carpenter and see what we can do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, 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 Marty, I mean, you know, you always love it. By the way, Marty, it's great to hear your voice here again on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Dennis. And, Thank you. And, and, of course, it's always wonderful to, to have you on Blog Talk Radio once again when we're talking about your favorite, favorite exactly. subject time. <laughs> I cannot uh, run and, away from this. And, and, and baseball, once again, uh, you describe watching baseball as? Watching like, paint dry. Watching paint dry. John? The same thing. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you something. If John could come up with a few more dollars so he could get seats out of the nosebleed seats, way, 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 way up in the very, very, very top row so you can't even see the bloody little players um, and got a little bit closer, we sprang for it a little bit, then then maybe I could at least see that they, they have faces. But no, 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 we're entirely too far up. So we gotta get a we gotta we gotta start a crowdfunding campaign to get uh, Marty out of there the nosebleed. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Or just me, yeah. Emily, let, let, let all of them stay up there. The whole family can stay up there in the nosebleed section, and just let me sit in the first class area. Yeah. And so, but, but so like last Sunday was your and, and by the way, John, man, there's some great. Uh, there's so many people, man. You're loved by so many people. People are posting all over social media saying happy birthday to you. Um, yeah, and I yeah, and I, I haven't even gotten to all the Facebook folks, but uh, let me just shout out a, a, a general thank you to everybody, and um, I'll I'll be getting on that later. But um, yeah, it's it's been fun to on that, and you know that's I guess the one cool thing about social media. I know there's lots of cool things about it, but this is one is that you hear from people that you haven't heard from. And I got a phone call uh, Sunday oh, morning. Yeah. I got a phone call from David Spence. And I, and I, I went, David Spence? He was uh, my roommate in, in 1970 when I traveled with Leighton Ford to three oh. different crusades. Oh. And he called me from North Carolina to wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> we had a ball talking. For, uh, in that kind of stuff, I don't think that would have happened without there's probably social media to let him know it was mm-hmm. my birth. You know, right. more than likely, Battery was just putting on his calendar and couldn't wait for the May 17th to roll around. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, may, he probably he probably has his phone has like he does he sets the calendar he gets a notification. Right. You know, like three yeah. days ahead of time. Says, so remember now, it's John's birthday coming up on. <laughs> on, on. So that was Sunday, but then you've got you've got a you got another home game coming up. So we'll see what happens next. Uh, no, no, that's the whole deal. It's on Monday, the twenty fifth. Okay, okay. so Memorial Monday. Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And and the game, of course, is at six o'clock, and will be followed by a fireworks show, which is strictly for my birthday. Only, only for your birthday. They wouldn't be doing that. Happy birthday to me. How about that? Yeah. 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 Bing, bang, bada, boom. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Marty, Marty. Yes. What what was that? 
Bing, bang, bada, boom. Are you ready for this, Marty? Are you ready for the big birthday? <laughs> Here's the thing. He's already getting so excited about it. Um, it's, uh, it's amazing. We do this tailgating thing in advance. I mean, we do this once a year. And um, my son brings his grill, and we cook hot dogs. And, 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 and John just thinks this is the coolest thing, sitting out on a huge, giant driveway with thousands of vehicles and all of the exhaust. We're out there cooking these horrifically horrible hot dogs <laughs> out on the back of his truck. And, everybody, and John is just so happy, so happy. I mean, it doesn't do very it. much to please this guy. Wow. Yeah. But, so we'll, yeah, tune, we'll have yeah. to tune in to find out what happens this time, how you're going to one-up last year, huh? Yeah, yep. it's going to take a little bit. We you're will. Right. Awesome. We will. Well, so, we will. John, tell me, well, bring Marty on. You guys are here together on the show tonight. This must be a special occasion. What's, uh, tell us about what's happening tonight. Well, for those who are uh, regular followers of The Catch, they know that for uh, a little over a week now, almost into our second week, uh, we've been doing a study on Gideon from the Old Testament. And we're having really a lot of fun with this thing. And not only that, learning a ton. I, I'm, I'm finding stuff that I had no idea about. And... Um, so we are we're really enjoying this, and um, we are we're trying to grow our audience and and grow our our member partners. We'll get that to later, but we're 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 shooting for the three hundred of Gideon. So uh, that would be really cool if we could uh, if we could get near that. But um, we're just into the whole idea of Gideon and uh, who he is and what he teaches through his life. And um, so that's why we thought uh, tonight would be really fun uh, for both Marty and I to be on. And um, actually, uh, I'm going to take a huge risk right now, and I am going to let Marty interview me. Marty's going to interview me about Gideon. And, I'm going to be uh, Barbara Walters. Yeah, I've I've asked her <laughs> to try not to skewer me too bad, but um, but this Here's is the fun uh, thing, you know, hus- I don't know that husbands should uh, should be often interviewed by their wives in public. Uh, I no, I just don't. Know. We'll we'll find <laughs> out. We'll find yeah, also yeah. though, Gunner, I'm not in the same place that John is, so I can no. be able to say anything I want to, and he can't look at me sternly and say, "Don't go there." I, I don't, I don't have any <laughs> any clues from him whatsoever. So this is going to be fun. Mm, this is going to be this is going to yeah. be fun, and I, I and I my hands are off the mute button, and so it's it's a pretty, it's a, it's a Donnie Brook free for all battle royale <laughs> on Gideon. Just set this up a little bit. The story of Gideon probably is the best example of an ordinary man whom God made extraordinarily strong. Um, and I think, and this is what I want to focus on, is how this, this, I think this is like the perfect pattern for every man. Now, I'm going to discount the females in, in, in this story, but I want them to tune in because I think they'll see some insight. If men took on the perfect pattern of Gideon, um, I think that they might be able to illustrate exactly how God can make them strong. Cool. John, why don't you give a little bit of an, uh, a little background on where we are with Gideon so that uh, we can, yeah. I can get into my questions. Okay. 
Well, Gideon uh, is in the book of Judges in the Old Testament, and this is at a time uh, shortly after. There's a period of time that the uh, children of Israel were freed from Egypt, went across the Red Sea, they wandered 40 years in the desert, and uh, then finally Joshua took them across the Jordan River, and they started um, having success wiping out Canaanites. Um, everywhere and t- and taking over what what God had told them would be their their home their new home their promised land, um, but you know like like the whole story of the children of Israel they're on again off again they're you know they do good for a while and then they do evil in the sight of God and and you know God told him a few very simple things uh, you I want you. To these, these are people who, in a, in a sense, God is going to judge through them taking over, and and God told them they were to to wipe them all out, and and to set up camp and to not intermingle or intermarry with them, and uh, of course that did not last very long. They didn't wipe them all out. They made agreements with some of them. They uh, you know kept some of the women because they were hot and uh you know they they just went downhill and then when they got the women they got the gods uh of the Canaanites and um so they it didn't take long for them to end up um not only not in charge but being under siege by these people who they were supposed to supplant and uh, that's a lot of because they they adopted the gods of of the Canaanites. The main one was a god named we, uh, Baal or Baal, and um, he he becomes uh, uh, you know he's just a god. He's not even a person. He's a he's a thing, and uh, of course that is a detestable in the sight of God. So. Uh, you know he has about as much as he can take of that, and then he he turns them over to the 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 um, the Midianites, these enemies around them, and gives them success over them as in a sense punishment. During this period of time, between now and when they start to get kings, which uh, begins with Saul and David, uh, is a period of time we call judges. There are no kings. But there are these judges that God sets up, and there's about 14 of them. And they seem to come about every 40 years, God will put his hand on one, and they'll come. And the the cool thing is that there's some women in there, too, Jael, Deborah. Um, these were also judges that, that God rose up. And during that time, he, he, all, these guys were not only judges, but they were, they were prophets, and they called the nation of Israel back to the Lord, and the people heard that. They they pretty much all realized how stupid they were, and they came back to God, and and then God would give them peace for 40 years. And then they drift away again, and till suddenly they're back, and they've got bales and Asherah poles in their houses, and there we go again, and then God's got to call up another judge. So... That was a little bit too long of a story there, but but that's where they are when this story begins, and we find Gideon uh, hiding in a wine press 
because there's 120,000 Midianites encamped in a valley uh, near where the Israelites are. And they, it's just a moment, of, a matter of time before these guys are going to come and take them. And it's, uh, they're just, they're, they're there for the picking because they've, they've already been harassing them. They, they maraud them when small groups stealing their crops and uh, harassing them. Uh, and and the, the, so the, these people, the children of Israel, are scared to death and. Uh, Gideon is 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 one of those too, and he is in a wine press, not making wine. Unfortunately, he's thrashing out wheat because it's a place where he feels like he can hide from the Midianites, and so that's that's where our story begins. Okay, well, I've got some questions for you. I am, okay. In relationship to this idea that um, you know God took an ordinary man and made him an amazingly extraordinary strong man. I want to get back to the maleness of getting in the beginning, and I thought the best would be to start with you. And I noticed over these years that reputation is a very big thing to you, as well as it is to many of the men that I have met along the way. You seem mm-hmm. to all gather together, um, in company together, and, and this is what I see. I see you pulling up your belt, checking <laughs> to make sure that the zipper is pulled up and secure, sucking in your belly, and broadening out your chest, and you sort of strut around with each other, um, looking for who's going to get to be king of the mountain this time. Mm-hmm. Who is going to be able to exhibit the most power this time? Who's going to get to win this time? And these mm-hmm. huge, mighty, all-masculine men. And I, my first question to you is, why do men do this with each other when they're out and about with each other and why do I hardly ever see this John Wayne sort of a man when you're at home? Hmm. Well, I think the reason we do it when we're out is strict. It's competition. It, it's um, not only competition, but then there's this this peer thing. We we all have to kind of. Um, you know, be there together. And there is a certain kind of identity and energy that comes when, when the guys are all hanging out together and they're getting loud and they're having a good time or they're getting tough. And, and, uh, that, that to a man that there's hardly anything that feels quite as good as that because you feel like you've arrived. Uh, the, the problem is, uh, uh, we're we're playing a certain game, and uh, this this is a kind of charade because inside we're all basically insecure. We all are pretty unsure of ourselves. In fact, the loudest ones uh, are usually the most insecure because they've got so much to try and cover up, and uh, that's why when they get home. They, we don't. We, we're tired. We can't this thing up. Besides, at home, everybody can see us the way we really are. We can't. We can't make that thing work. And so we get back to our 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 weaker, more insecure self. And then we don't want anybody to see that in our home. And so what we end up doing is, I think, uh, kind of drawing 
pretty much into ourselves and uh, being maybe more quiet and just just uh, hiding, kind of like kind of like Gideon. Well, you know, I saw, I've seen you with my two sons out in the public, and you said something to the effect of, "Act like a man." Um, don't don't cry. Get up back on your bicycle and act like a man. Um, or in your case, when you're out in public, um, um, act like you are anything but what you are at home. I need you to right. make me look like I am be a godly and strong father. So I need you to be anything but what you are at home. And so my question is, it's an act, and I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. You know, the word act, I mean, act like a man, this is a big thing. I mean, the movies talk about men being men and 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 um you, when you're in the company of strange men or friends that are men you're acting mm-hmm. like men and i'm just curious what is it to act like a man and what is the difference when you are a man but not acting mm. oh my um well i would I'm so glad I'm not there with you. Yeah, uh, I would say, well, well, the act I've already pretty well described. Um, Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of. In fact, can I tell the? I love my pigeon story. Can I tell my pigeon story? Yes. (laughs) The 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 pigeon. This is the greatest story of all for for men, and that is. Let's step aside and say that John thinks every story that he has is the greatest story of all. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, John. Okay, well, that's what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any rate, um, th- this is this was in Union Square in San Francisco. I never forgot it. There was a pigeon, and he was after this young young female pigeon. He was really hot on her trail, and I watched it. I just watched this whole thing develop. The closer he got to her, the more he had to puff up his chest. Um, and he just they i don't i don't know how they do that but but his chest just got bigger and bigger and bigger um because he was trying to impress her and and the funny thing was every time his chest would swell up so big that his face would be would be just be down inside there he couldn't he, his face was buried in his chest it was so big and he lose track of where he was going and he would bump into things, and he'd lose the, the his his lady was off somewhere else, and so he kind of you know let his chest go back down, find her, and he go running over there, and then pump up again. So somehow that to me is is the act. That's the act. It's mm-hmm. a lot of air. There's a lot of well, hot you, air. You when, just described exactly what I'm talking about as far as men, except this pigeon didn't have jeans on. So he didn't have a zipper that he had to make sure that it was up in the <laughs> Yeah, right. Right, he didn't have to do that. But I, I thought but the classic the classic part of that story was uh, that how he blinded himself in his own pride. And and at that point, he couldn't even see where it was going. He wasn't worth anything to anybody. And uh, uh, I think your second part of your question was being a man without the act. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's the difference when you are a man, but not acting? But not acting. Gee, I don't even know that I can answer that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think you would, for one thing, you would be 
not self-conscious. You would be not trying to compete anymore. Uh, You would be knowing who you were and confident in your gifts that um, you were simply able to be who you are and let that stand, whatever, wherever it fits. Um, that wouldn't matter because you would be, you'd be confident in yourself. But for the confidence um, in yourself, um, I'm, I'm curious. No. I, I think that when you let down your, your when you let, when you stop the acting, um, what has to show forth is a, a, a harbor, the harboring of, of a host of fears and inadequacies and insecurities. Yeah. And that somehow. You seem to think that if you don't show it when you're acting, that somehow, what makes you think that that no one else is that that, that you and the the other pigeons in in San Francisco are mm-hmm. all puffed mm-hmm. up and and parading around each other, um, um, when in truth they're harboring, hiding behind a host of fears and adequate insecurities, and what would happen if that was exposed? Well. What happens? <laughs> oh. John? <laughs> oh. I think that's, I think that's um, the devil moving in. Um, don't you, Gunner? Yeah, it's, uh, we've been invaded. Just when the women were almost in their grasp, the understanding of their men in their life. Thank All you. right. Did we lose John? I'm not you sure. You open game. You know, I, oh. you don't. <laughs> John was just, just taken who, up into a spaceship. John, John, are you I'm there? John, I'm going to tell you something. You, you've been gone. You've been gone for the last maybe two or three minutes. Um, uh, oh, is that right? Satan decided, yeah, Satan decided to interrupt. Just when women were about to understand the men in their life, um, <laughs> um, um, this, this static sound came in that Gunnar didn't know how to shut down, and, and you just kept on chatting, giving, just disclosing all the secrets um, yeah. that um, would expose all men and allow all women to understand mm-hmm. who their men really are. So you might want to have to step back a bit um, and, and, and help us understand okay. what it is with harboring the host of fears and inadequacies and insecurity. What? 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 One. What would make you think that nobody, uh, that somebody else, what other male that you're with, isn't also doing the same? And what if you both disclose to one another your your um, mm. insecurities and inadequacies? Mm. Well, uh, am I okay now? Can you hear me yeah, now? Yep. Yeah. Um. A- actually, that's that's a key to I think a real friendship is if that can happen, and and if if people you know, are able to be vulnerable to each other and be real and uh and insecure and, and honest about their fears and their weaknesses and and insecurities. Um to be able to be that way and also be accepted is is probably the the one of the best things in the world. It's what love is. And if if we're able to be that way and still be accepted, um, and I, I think it's a it's a rare thing 
for for men uh, to have that kind of relationship with each other um, because I, it takes a lot that, of courage. You know, it takes it it takes courage to do that. Be open yes, like that. I, that's the reason I want to bring home to you a question. And that is, would you say then that manliness might be a form of idolatry? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it depends, of course, how you define that, but I, I would say... We've been, we've been defining we, it. We've been defining it you know, as far as, you know, that yeah. who's going to be the, 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 the king for the mountain of the day, who's going to get the king of the mountain the thing, most sure. Of course. And, and not being vulnerable. That's all idolatry, yeah. And, and that's that's all trying to come up to an image and an idea that we're all that we're all seeking to perpetuate. And, and there's a kind of a silent agreement too, that you don't break the code, you know, you know, you, you don't, you, you've got to keep it going, you know? And, uh, if, if you do, if you do show your, show your weakness, you know, um, then that, it depends on the type of group, but it, that, that could cause a lot of other people to, um, to move away from you or to, to be afraid because when, when someone, when, when someone reveals something about themselves, it, it always, it always kind of opens the door to say, okay, okay, who's going to follow me now? You know, who's going to be next? Who's going to do this too? And, uh, if, if, if nobody wants to, we're all, we're all worshiping the idol, then, then you're, you're just there all by yourself. Let me ask you something. What do you think Paul was talking about when he said, when I am weak, then I am strong? That's in Second uh, Corinthians 12, verse 10. What do you think Paul was asking or saying when he said, when I am strong, excuse me, when I am weak, then I am strong? Well, what he's saying is that when when you're weak, your weakness is actually spiritually uh, the best thing that can happen to you, um, because God's at that point, then you 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 yield yourself to to Christ and to the Holy Spirit. You basically have no choice at, at, because because of your need and your weakness, you you come to Him, and then what you find out. Is that he was waiting for this? He, he's going. Okay, fantastic. Now we can. Now I can work in you, and I can work through you, and um, so that, you know, then I think slowly, slowly you begin to discover uh, how that works, how to how to walk in the spirit. You don't lose that weakness, but you don't always you know, just, you know, mope around uh, with nothing, because now you begin to discover in, in my weakness, I am strong in the Lord because it's not me. I I'm, I'm in a sense removed from the picture and now, now it becomes Christ in me because I've been reduced to, uh, to a level that I can't trust in myself anymore. I got to trust totally in him. With that knowledge, then, um, I'm going to ask you another question, and that is, so 
why are you still hiding behind the wine press of manualness? Yeah, you know, it, it, these things are ingrained. They're so they're so strong in us. And I, I think that um, even though you know all this stuff, you know, I, I can, you know, I can just get with a whole group of guys again. And if the thing is, if you don't, if you're in a group of guys and you don't know them, then it's just we immediately, you know, puff ourselves up. It's just it's human so, nature, so, I think. So, so, you're, so the men that are pretending to be strong, because you said earlier that they obviously aren't strong, because no man is strong. Um, uh, without the Lord, then, then you're saying the men that are pretending to be strong, um, can they hardly be trusted with greatness like Gideon? Yeah. I, Aren't you just I, offering I excuses when, when in fact, um, um, I, these limitations might be um, God's gift to you? Right. Versus right. excuses of why you're with this certain group of people and you have to do this way and there's certain certain social rules you have to follow because you don't certainly want to have anybody, you know, for whatever reason, see Christ in you. Yeah, yeah. And so and, and so, so you're hiding. You're basically hiding again um, because of, of the situation you're in. I, I, I think, um, uh, no, I, I, I think the limitations in our lives are, are our only hope. Really, because okay, so give it that. sorry, go ahead. Well, they're the things that bring us to the end of ourselves, and and that's when that's when we we must we have no choice really, uh, but to rely on the Lord. And I can't wait. Maybe to my next maybe honey, maybe this is okay. Well, uh, maybe maybe You're this just is falling why. Right into... <laughs> I know. I right, am. Maybe what. No, no. Well, maybe. By the way, you do may- not know my questions I'm asking, but I'm just saying I feel like I feel like the spider bringing the the the, the box <laughs> into the into the web. Because my next yeah. question, John, is um, so many people um, uh, when they're back at home and and don't have to put up the front of being this terribly together, you know, manly man, um, um, are saying either to their to their mates or to the women around them, or but most importantly to God, I can't. I can't do mm-hmm. this. This is too difficult of an assignment. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. What? Well, that, you're right. That's where I was going. I was okay. going that maybe maybe this is one of the reasons why why we're so small at home, why we don't pull it off. Um, because, because we, you know, it's almost like we don't, we don't, uh, for me, this, I don't think I see my life at home as, as the same as my life out there. I, I, I don't in the morning and treat you and, and the children and my house with the same kind of, uh, of importance that I would treat the stage. Oh, if I'm going on the stage, I'm going to teach the word. Now I'm going to be awake for this. I'm going to be empowered by the spirit. I'm going to be, you know, here. And then when I get home, it's it's like, well, um, I, I go back into that weakness, and, but I don't take the step into my strength. It's like, it's like, uh, well, I, I don't have to do that now. It's like I'm I'm off now. 
and uh, and that's the that's where where we lose it because we don't realize that actually it's more important whether we're we're working we're godly at at home than it is out there. I've got, I've got it backwards. The whole thing is reversed. Do you think that you're not the only man in this? By the way, I need to say that whenever you are on stage or whenever you do preach the word, I've never known you not to speak to the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to separate the reality of how I know you as a man of God preaching the word compared Mm -hmm. to a man out with the guys and pulling up his pants and making sure that his zipper is secured and and puffing puffing out his, his chest. That's totally different. Than, yeah. than what you are when you're out there um, appreciating the word. So I want to make sure that that's very different. But I'm, and I certainly do not need you to come home and 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 not serve the Lord and go marching around the house. No, but, I don't but, need to do that. No. On the other hand, on the other hand, when I say you know we we, we need to come up with a mortgage or we need to be able to care for additional funds or we need to be able to care for Chandler, we need to care about Annie or Christopher, that you go, I can't, I can't. Aren't you swearing right. to God? Aren't you saying to God, you know, screw you? I do not believe that you're sufficient for anything. That I can't do this. If in fact well, you're, you're moving out from this place of weakness that you're mm-hmm. allowing Lord create into strength. Yeah. Well, you're you're saying no. Maybe this is what it is, and especially if you're smart enough about spiritual things like me, that you know all the right things to say. You know that. When you're weak, then you're strong, like you just said. Uh-huh. What it happens when you come home, it's still true. It's just you're not taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it. You're not doing it. You you do it there, but you don't do it at home. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm going to walk around spouting scripture, but I I need to be empowered to be a, a man, a man of God in my home, just as much as I need to be uh, uh, when I'm out speaking or doing something out, you know, out in the world, right? Uh, Would you yeah, agree? I do. But I think, I think then, you know, when, back to this word, I can't, I can't, I can't, when it comes yeah. to everyday stuff, um, um, that perhaps, you know, you you left all of your armor out on the front door and, um, and, and, um, yeah. you know, not, not forgot that God has the grace to be able to sufficient for everything. And that's also a cute little word that people like to throw out unless you really mean it. And and I think that sometimes um, we believe that God's going to meet us and our, every, every one of our needs. When we say we can't, he says you can, and I'm going to be working through you. Um, there, there are times, though, when he doesn't. So what is that? Times when he do doesn't it. work, when he doesn't but work there, there, through there's you? There's a sense of saying, it's kind of like if God promised um, us to meet us with every need we have, why do sometimes many people think he doesn't? Hmm. Is it possible? Well, is is it possible that that we're, we're we're again back to the male masculinity thing, trying to do it on our own instead of perhaps throwing ourselves on um, onto the Lord? Yeah, yeah, it it certainly could be that. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think sometimes too, though the Lord. Well, I don't want to want to get into that, but I, I just think sometimes it, it, it is. Sometimes the Lord is with us in different ways, and, and I think sometimes 
it, sometimes he is far farther. He seems farther away from us. Um, Do you think that people might measure things based on how whether or not God's going to be gracious and sufficient for our needs based on how afraid we are? Like Gideon behind the wine press, going, "Who me? Who me? Um, I, I'm, I'm the least of this and that. I'm nobody." Um, um, and and you're, you're already talking about somebody else down the street who's somebody. Um, when mm-hmm. um, when when, it, when when the reality is is that he was hiding in the wine press threshing wheat, you know, to feed the group and hiding it from the Midianites so they wouldn't come and steal it. Um, there, he, was, he, was to, he was totally trying to be sufficient on his own and totally, totally afraid um, um, yeah. and, and all, and, um, of the seven years that were going on with this and all the raping and, and, mm-hmm. and vengeance that was going on. Um, and I'm just asking you, wouldn't you, I don't know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth and I don't mean to, but for me anyway, I'm, I am afraid. I, 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 there, is a, there is a reaction that I have for any difficult thing that I've been asked to do mm-hmm. or any dangerous undertaking. undertaking. Well, I think uh, I like what Dave Roper said about this, is that, that I fear, Dave Roper. fear, yeah, fear is, um, is natural and human, and God doesn't expect us uh, not to have fear. I mean, it, it, it's actually fear is a good thing from the standpoint that it it alerts us to a problem uh, and, and to something we need to do something about. Um, but the key is, do we continue in the fear, and um, uh, or do we move from that? Do we do we claim uh, the power of God? Do we step out and step through our fear? Um, and, and, and out into doing something about our life, and, and so what you're saying is step out and through the vulnerability and trust God to meet us there. That's so, that's what you got to do. So what you're saying is is that um, 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 that God can turn our fear into strength. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay. That, that's what I'm saying. So so he's not he's not necessarily saying don't be afraid because he understands that. That's a natural human reaction that anyone yeah. has when they're facing any difficulty. Don't be afraid. The mortgages do, but don't be yeah. afraid. This is something that you have to, that you're looking into. But I am. But he's not saying you know just put your head in the sand or sit back in, yeah. the, in the rocking chair and wait for God to do something. He's saying keep on going. Yeah. And exactly. as you go, God is going to mm-hmm. turn that fear into strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and isn't Gideon just a perfect example of that? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I remember when when the first assignment God gave him uh, was to go uh, knock down the Baal uh, idol in his own home, in his uh, in his mm-hmm. father's property. And, I forgot and, about that. Uh, and it says he he did it, but he did it at night because he was afraid of the people. And uh, and yet, you know what? It, there, there's no sense that God judges him in any way for that. Um, he, God didn't care how he got. He got it done. He did it, and he got ten servants with him, and they went and they 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 completed the job. Personally, I think it was very smart to go at night because he got during the day. There would have been a crowd around, and they would not have been able to complete the job without confrontation continually yeah, John, with the people. John, I'm sorry. The word said he was afraid, and so he did it. He time. was afraid. I mean, I know. 
You got it. You got it. Okay. You're, 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 doing your, you're, doing, you're doing your masculinity thing on me. And, and, yeah, and, and there. it confuses <laughs> the women around us and allows men to have justifications for why they do something instead of being yeah. honest about it. Because the point is, is the issue of courage. I mean, he was scared yes. to death. But, but what, what overcame that sense of, it didn't overcome the fear, it just mastered the fear, and that was courage. Yes. And what what was that? Uh, David David uh, had that quote that uh, courage is is fear saying its prayers. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Wasn't that yes. it? Yes, yes. Courage That's is great. fear saying its prayers. Yes, yes. And and that was Gideon. That was Gideon. He was mm-hmm. denying his human form and 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 doing it at night because he was scared to death. But the courage that was in him to do it, God didn't say, "I don't want to work with you because you're afraid." He didn't say that at all. He said, "Stop." Or he didn't yeah. say. Stop being afraid, but he did did enlist courage within him that motivated him to be able to master the fear. Yeah. So that he went out and he did it. Can I just say something that I think is really important here now to put some of this but stuff all together? This is your show. Of course, again. Um, because what what's so different about this is that. Um, you know, I think in our natural tendency, and I think also the way the world thinks, um, we we have to overcome these things. We we have to overcome our fears, and we overcome our insecurities, and and, and so we go to a, a, a self help book, or we go to a motivational seminar, and and we learn how to overcome those things so that we can then be strong. We can present that strong self. Because we've worked at it over and over again, we we we've reset our tapes. We you know we've bolstered ourselves to where we can do that. That that is human nature. That's the way we think. That I don't think that is God's way, and or the spirit the spiritual way is not that you overcome your insecurity, but that you that you move in and through your insecurities. In, in the power of God, you you just go anyway, and you go trusting that God is going to strengthen you, and and so then you know you are in His strength and not your own. And uh, to me, that there's a big difference between those two ways of approaching mm-hmm. strength. But you're saying, you're saying is the realization that we are weak and powerless is the beginning of God at work in us. Exactly. Yep. And so it was with Gideon, right? And that's probably Gideon's biggest message. Yeah. And and the Lord ended by saying, at least in this section, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Yep. You will strike them all as if if they were one man. Holy moly. So so coming home, coming home, coming home Uh to my home, when I see you this evening, um, um, uh, and, and you're coming back from wherever you are. Um, um, I, I, I'm not going to see a man that's got the big answer for all of our needs. I know, I'm not going to see someone performing immortal deeds, and I'm not going to see the terrific and sensational John Fisher, um, but I am going to see God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hope he's still there. <laughs> 
I think I think that the, the point is that people can hear your sense of, of, of insecurity and in what you're saying because of course <laughs> we are, you know, and 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 that you don't want to get my expectations up to something that you're not going to be, which would be back to the manliness thing um, instead of mm-hmm. being the man before God um, um, who is willing to let the weaknesses within him and his, and his insecurities to be the source of power. And it's God's yeah. power, not our power. And so, therefore, there's no mistake when you walk in the home tonight that it's going to be God that's going to be represented through you and not necessarily you only. There you go. That's, that's, well, I can't, that's it. I can't, wait for, I can't wait for you to come home. When are you home? <laughs> in about two minutes. <laughs> really? That, that, are you driving this? That's great. Yeah. That's great. No, John, I'm I'm going to um, uh, okay. step aside and 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 not have to you know I'm, I I was going to say I'm going to go you know print myself and 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 look pretty and and get my act together mm-hmm. but then again then yeah. what I would be doing uh, is the uh, same uh, thing yeah the same thing and let me say Marty you did a tremendous job you are really good at this yeah I, I'm no, just I just gonna... know you. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, well, but I'm. I'm. I think I'm gonna have you interview some of our guests sometime. Gunnar, are you there? Are you still I'm with actually, us? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, uh, I'm actually. Uh, I'm. John, I'm actually out in your front yard right now. We're we're uh, erecting a sign, <laughs> a, a big scoreboard on your house that Marty wants. It says "Happy Birthday, John." So when you do come home, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I love you, Gunnar. I love you. <laughs> you, you are the, you're the best thing that's happened to us in so long of a time. Oh, you guys are wonderful. Well, this has been fun. You guys did well. I didn't have to interrupt or mute, except for that weird abduction thing that happened yeah. <laughs> uh, in the middle middle of whatever, Marty. I don't know what yeah. happened to John, but something, something came, Yeah. It reminded me of a book millions of years ago. Remember the, remember the woman that was wrapped in saran wrap that she tried to greet her husband? What was that book called, John? Do you know? Jeez. Uh, I don't wow. remember. Wow. <laughs> you got me. Oh, it's just, it uh, is it after hours? Is it 10 o'clock? Uh, <laughs> it, 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 there's a form of manipulating um, reality <laughs> instead of um, allowing the Lord to look to us. Anyways, it was fun, Johnny. I can't wait to see you tonight. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I can't wait to see you. Oh, so, <laughs> well, so what I, do you I think. I, what do you say to that? That was beautiful. It was, and 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 somewhat rare. I think. I think we should. Um, I think we should package this. Yes. Well, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot that you guys were able to unlock tonight, and and I tell you what, just sitting back, you both did a, just a great job, great conversation, and really taking us. Uh, deeper into what you've been writing about in the catch, uh, these videos that you're making, and really this whole, once again, you know, maybe as we kind of land the plane on tonight's uh, episode, you know, again, inviting people. uh, Marty, you still there? I am. We're we're inviting people again to become one of 300, right? Yes, yes. Yes. We have... Gideon had an army of 300 after, after... uh, the Lord reduced, reduced, reduced thousands and thousands of people who, of course, are part of our readership and we love them dearly. But we're, what we're looking for is um, is, is uh, an army of 300 who can continue this ministry into the marketplace and beyond um, through the grace turned outward. And it's Fabulous. 
That's great. And they can do that on the website, right? They can go to uh, catchjohnfisher.com, and uh, you can go there. You can be uh, slash become one of 300, um, and you can become one of 300 today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this uh, this podcast. Yes. And, uh, and to, to want more of this teaching and more of this daily catch inspiration and more of the things that we've got coming out, right? Uh, we, we're looking yeah. for – we're looking for that 300. And so, boy, will you guys do this? I mean, now I feel like I'm the host. Will you guys come back and do this again? <laughs> will you guys come back and yeah. do this again? I think this has been wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Gunnar, let me just add to you that, you know, one of the things that um, I don't think any of the readers understand is that there's an amazing prayer ministry going on with prayer partners mm-hmm. that um, uh, are, are, are putting their, their, their life's needs and pains um, um, before a group of prayer warriors who yeah. 24-7 pray and in interac- and an interactive form with these people that are requesting prayers. And, and from that has been this amazing group of people that I'm referring as prayer partners that are, that are um, uh, um, joining at this internationally known group of mm. people um, in prayer, and then and then and then move from there to the the existing member partners, the ones that are already counted as one of three hundred, um, and and how they have made that ministry happen, along with another ministry which is amazing, and that is uh, 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 consulting um, individuals that have individual heartbreaking issues that need to be discussed and worked through. Um, they're, they're providing the funding to have one-on-one counseling, and then probably bigger than anything is um, the discipleship program um, that is putting uh, uh, boots on the ground. To yes. hope this will, I mean, in 142 countries, for God's sake, um, this is what these member partners are doing. Um, they're one of the 300. Um, we just need a few more. Absolutely. There you well, go. Great. go to catchjohnfisher.com uh, to do that. You can do that right now and then help Grace Turned Outward and just this, this become one of 300. Sean and Marty, I think it's time we land the plane. I was um, hoping you were going to say that. I, I was hoping you were saying that. We're saying that. And uh, you know what? Let's do that, John, tomorrow morning. We'll see, uh, we'll see another video tomorrow. We can we expect another video. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can, and be sure you watch yes, all the time. <laughs> I'll be waiting for it. And, uh, Even if it is at three o'clock in the morning, and you have to be yes. up at three thirty to edit it. Yes, we'll be ready to go. And so, until next time, though, and, and 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 hey, one last thing. Remember, the mission for Monday isn't just you know you know happy birthday, John, at a baseball game. We want pictures. We need a new profile yeah. picture, for goodness sake. Oh, and uh, so uh, we'll be, we'll look forward to hearing about that next uh, on the next episode. Until then, land. yeah. You're listening to the Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. To help their fellow man Hoping we can make it better Do you really think we can? Good night, John. Good night, Marty. Good night, you guys. Good night, Gunner. Love you very much. Good night, babe. Thank you. See you on... 
See you home soon, John. Yeah, you bet. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.